recap. It's time to get up. Danny and Kate are back on the radio. That's why they get up in the morning. Nothing says good morning like a drunken human alarm clock. Sit back and relax. They will entertain you for the next four hours. It's Danny and Kate, and the show starts now. Well, good morning. You're on the Danny and Kate Morning Show. Thanks so much for being with us today. Hopefully you're having a good one. Uh, we're back. We're back doing our show. We had a, we had a couple of days off. Quite a few days off. Yeah, we had some, some time for ourselves, and uh, we'll be back for a little bit. I think we're going to take Friday off as well because um, of the New Year's, so that way we can get prepped and ready to do absolutely nothing. No, 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 no. There's, like, nothing to do. Like, what are we going to do? More of the same in 2021. Um, but I got to get ready for it mentally. You got to mentally get prepared? I got to get prepared for another 2020 repeat year. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be rough. It's going to be a repeat year, but hopefully not as bad. At least we're getting a little closer, getting a little closer. Um, so over the vacation, over the Christmas break, I wish there was good news to report, but it's all horrible. Uh, Nashville apparently got bombed. The Nashville bomber uh, was identified. DNA evidence from human remains at the scene confirmed that the suspect Anthony Quinn Warner was the bomber who devastated Music City on Christmas Day. The 63-year-old Warner, who had experience with electronics and alarms, was driving an RV that exploded. He died in the blast outside of an AT&T building. While uh, officials say it appears to be a lone wolf situation, the motive is still under investigation. So Whenever the motive is under investigation, conspiracy theories go wild. Oh, yes. Those people are fun. So I have heard so many conspiracy theories about this. I don't even want to give you all of them. I wouldn't give them any. Don't give those people credit. It's just crazy. There's a lot of crazy out there. Um, but I will say that AT&T does own more than one building. They own a lot of buildings. A lot of buildings. Also, that was not the only building damaged. It was like an entire block. It was a block of things that were destroyed. So I don't know. Sometimes, and this may be hard for people to understand, sometimes crazy is crazy. Sometimes crazy is crazy. Crazy happens. And that wasn't the only thing since we're talking about horrible stuff. Some dude shot up a bowling alley in uh, Illinois. It was in Rockford, Illinois. He opened fire. He ended up uh, killing three, uh, what was it? Three people died and then three more were injured. And this is a horrible story. But um, what I don't understand is they had a bowling alley open in Illinois. Well, not every state's our state with everything shut. This is So I was like, there's a bowling alley open? I mean. A lot of places have open everything. But it, I mean, but a bowling alley and I'm not knocking bowling alleys, but even before COVID, the shoes were sketch, right? Everything was sketch. You're a little ball that goes it was a little nasty touched by a lot of people. I know someone's going to be mad because they're going to be like, hey, mister, we own a bowling alley. We do all the protocols, but whatever. The bowling alley was closed per COVID protocols, but an upstairs bar was still operating with compliance. And the guy's name is Duke Webb. He was a sergeant on leave from the Army Green Beret and was arrested for the shooting, which appears to be a random attack. It's been the deadliest year for Rockford, uh, Illinois, with the most homicides on record since 1965. 
So, you know, Merry Christmas. I hope you guys had a good Christmas break. I hate it when we come back and there's not, there's just crazy news. There's always crazy news. Have you not been around this entire year? It's been nothing but crap. So here's what we're going to do. Now that we got all the hard stuff out of the way, we're going to try to do a whole bunch of fluff pieces the rest of the show. Ooh, I like fluff. You like fluff pieces? I like fluff pieces too. So we'll tell you about Disney World and KFC and shorter music and kid gamers. All this fun stuff coming up. It's Danny and Kate. Hey, you're on the Danny and Kate Morning Show. So let's talk about KFC. KFC created a gaming console that keeps chicken warm. I'm going to say that one more time. KFC creates a gaming console that keeps chicken warm. That is... Stupid. That is the most gluttonous gluttonous thing ever. Dumb. So now you can play video games and eat fried chicken without skipping a beat. Kentucky Fried Chicken has partnered up with Cooler Master to create a gaming console with a built-in chicken chamber. It has an Intel-powered KFC console shaped like a bucket. It keeps your chicken hot. And your hardware cold. And it uh, can run games at a top level specs. I'm pretty sure it's fake. The company says it's finger clicking good. <laughs> well, I can picture his greasy remote. Uh, no word yet on the cost or the release date. The uh, Twitter, the old Twitter interweb with the Twitter on it showed a video of the KFC console. It just seems like a stupid idea. And you're right. Fried chicken's greasy. Pretty sure it's just a joke because no one could get their hands on the new consoles that were released over Christmas. Mm. Oh, man. And I want to do the infomercial. Are you tired of always having to pause your game and get up to eat food? Yeah, that sucks. Well, now you don't have to. Never move again with the KFC console. Yay! I hate using my legs. How long do you need to keep your fried chicken warm? I don't understand. I don't know. I mean... How long does it take you to eat? Can't you do one or the other? Like, like eat, then play? Or play, then eat? It's hard to do both at the same time. It's tough. Eat eat in between rounds of... I barely... I can barely talk to people while playing video games. I get quiet. No, you get very loud and you shout and you stick your tongue out the side of your mouth. No, I don't. You do this. I do not. You do. I do not. <laughs> you do. It's the I do thing not. Ever. That's not true. That's your concentration face when you're playing no. Call of Duty. Little, the little like tip of your tongue is no. out, just peeking it on one does, corner and sticking out sideways. <laughs> she's making up stories right now. I think it's adorable. It's not adorable because it doesn't happen. <laughs> you're making up stories to sound cool in front of all your friends. I didn't make up nothing. And I don't, I don't appreciate being the butt of your jokes. Mm, well. I'm going to get a picture of you. You Picture good. So everyone see that you're full of lies. Proof. You're a lystress. You know what? We're going to take a break and be back. (laughs) It's Danny and Kate. Hey, you're on the Danny and Kate morning show. Good morning to you. So Disney World has announced new attractions for 2021. The happiest place on earth plans to get even happier with 2021. In honor of its 50th anniversary next October, uh, 11 new attractions are scheduled to open at Disney World. Among them are Guardians of the Germs, which will be a ride where they shoot uh, disinfectant at you. Then there's going to be the Roundup COVID Barbecue Restaurant. Then, of course, Toy Story Disinfectant Land. 
And they're going to reopen the Polynesian Village of Terror where everyone can sit down and relax after they've caught the virus. It's going to be right next to the COVID Moana themed. Not not any of that. But. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe no, not. not at all. Could be. Mm-mm. We don't know for sure. I do because I, I read the article already. No, nah, so you didn't read it completely. You just made all that up. I did not. Not you, all you, of it. You ad-libbed a little in between there. A lot in between Fine. There. Guardians of the Galaxy ride, Roundup Rodeo, Barbecue Restaurant, Toy Story Land. They're going to reopen the Polynesian Village Resort with Moana theme, Star Wars Galactic Cruiser Hotel. Park hopping passes will return on January 1st, but face masks and social distancing are required, she... You gotta, you gotta social distance. She, how do you go to Disneyland with a big family? Do they make the families social distance? Social distance? No. Do they make them social distance? No. If you came in the same group, you're you still be together. I don't know. They don't do it in Vegas. I got a buddy just got back from Vegas. It was ten of them, and he said they wouldn't seat more than three at a table. What the heck? So he said he'd go to a restaurant. and They said we're not gonna. You're gonna have to split up. So he said he and two other dudes sat at one table. Three sat at another table and three sat at another table. Wouldn't let them sit together. And then he said that he said he'd never seen Vegas so dead and that the card tables or anything that you sit down at max capacity four and you have to have a seat in between all of you. Mm. So he's I'm like, was it fun? He's like, no, it was not. It was the opposite of fun. I think I might enjoy it more because that was the one thing I didn't like about Vegas is Mm -hmm. the crowds give me anxiety. Yeah. I like the crowds. I like being I all next to people. I don't. I really don't like people in this space. This, this pandemic has done wonders for my uh, anxiety out in public because I don't have to be near people. People yeah. don't want to talk to you anymore. It's I love awesome. it. That part's good. I love it. I enjoy that part. Stay away from me. This dude wasn't wearing... So stupid. I went to go wash my car. Okay. And I go to the gas station. I'm in the hood. I'm in the funky, funky ghetto. And I'm like, oh, so I get out of my car <laughs> and I go up and there's a guy and he's inside there and he's not wearing his mask and he's, he's a spit talker. So he can see him on the other side of the clear glass. And I know he's spit talking because there's just spit landing on this glass, which is. Oh, the, the teller. Yeah. The teller. And the teller's even like backing off like, dude, but luckily there's a, like a plexiglass in between them. <laughs> and he's just like, pick it out. Maybe pick it. Pick 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 pick. Okay, you're making me uncomfortable. Stop it. <laughs> he didn't really beatbox, but it was that entertaining. Gotcha. And uh, so I'm like, oh, dear Lord. So, you know, normally I don't care that much, but this was an obvious situation. Like, I'm not worried about you starting a fire, but if you throw like fire towards the forest, we got a problem, right? Like there's going to be a fire soon. So I wait outside and I let him go by me and he goes, and he goes walking by me. So I go inside. There was a guy in front of him. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to buy my car wash. That's why I'm here. And then all of a sudden I see the guy, he forgot something. Oh no. And he turns around and I immediately open the door and run out. Cause I see him coming <laughs> and he looks at me like, what the, and I'm like, no. And I was on the phone with my friend Amelia and I was like, you know what? Screw it, dude. I'm done. I'm leaving. I, I shouldn't even get my car washed here anyway. I don't even know why I'm in this neighborhood. I'm, I'm out. I'm done. So I get in my car. 
<laughs> drive away. And the guy looks at me and he's like, and I'm like, yeah, you can keep that, all of that over there. All right. It was nasty. It was horrible. You know, most of those gas stations that also have car washes attached, you can actually purchase them at the pump, right? I know. And I tried to, but it had a little sign that said, please go inside. Oh, no. Yeah, I was trying to avoid all if that. If I have to go inside anywhere, I just go somewhere else. Well, I tried going somewhere else. And then I got on the phone with you and you were like, oh, you're, you know, we're all out here. And I was like, okay. So that's what we did. Anyway. That was my day yesterday. We'll be back in a couple. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate on your morning drive. Thank you for being with us. So say goodbye to the long pop songs. New research from Samsung shows the intention span of music fans have gone from 12 seconds to eight over the last 20 years. It's caused artists to write shorter songs. Music streaming services like Spotify and Apple now account for 80% of the U.S. music market. If a song is skipped within 30 seconds, the artist makes no money. So they need a hook and they need to hook you fast to get onto that next track. So researchers predict by 2030, pop songs will no longer be, there will no, be no more than two minutes and it'll just start with the hook. Well, that would be stupid. That's how they used to do it in the twenties. That was it. It was just hook. It used to be. But then so there's no substance. Yeah, they would go hook, substance, hook, substance, hook, and it was out. It was quick. Yeah, don't like it. And then in the 70s, it changed when everybody discovered drugs, man. And then all the songs were like eight to 10 minutes, like The Doors. So there was like this huge like lead-in. It was like the 60s, 70s, or like this huge lead-in. And there was like a minute and a half lead-in of a guitar riff. And then it was like some song intro. And then the hook was like three minutes into it. It was crazy. And then the 80s came and then all went tech. I have this huge theory about how drugs formed music. I really do. 80s, everybody was just all on cocaine. So like everything's all electronic and do, 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 do. Walk like an Egyptian. Do, 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 do. Everything's crazy. The 90s, you started getting all these like, you know, weed was popping up. So everything was kind of more mellow. Then 2000s, everybody started taking prescription drugs. And that's where Mumble Rock came in. Because everybody's on Percocets and Downers. Well, that wasn't I'm, really till like, what was the 2010s then? Uh, 2010s was antidepressants. <laughs> so it was like, it kind of morphed. It went from that to that. I have a whole theory on this. I actually should probably do a video on YouTube. Because when you look at the music for the time, it, it makes sense. Anyway, flip all the way back. Because I DJ a lot. These older songs were short they were like a minute 50 to two minutes and 20 seconds and the reason they were is because they actually had to put songs on vinyl records and they weren't the large ones they were the little ones mm. so if you wanted to fit a whole album on there your songs had to be about a minute and a half two minutes so you could fit at least three or four songs on there gotcha that's what an album size was i think that's too short yeah I don't, and but i don't like anything over like 330 well see it's different for everybody I think if the song's good enough, like, because there are some ones like Ice Cube, Bop Nation. If you have to get to the hook for your song to survive, your song just sucks. It just sucks. Yeah. It should be good from the get-go. You shouldn't have to lead into, okay, half of the song is decent and it's the hook. Mm. Because the everything in between the hook also matters. Yeah. Yeah. So, anywho, be prepared for shorter songs. We'll be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate.
Stupid people are everywhere. Oh, it's even more stupid than you could possibly imagine. That sounds stupid. That's just stupid. Here's Danny and Kate's stupidest person of the day. That's really stupid, right? Well, today's stupidest person of the day is a guy in Australia who got creative with his graffiti. This guy was caught on tape using the spinning tires of an electric bike to draw genitalia on the sidewalk in Australia. Yep, giant genitalia made from a bicycle tire. Police bulletin seeking information on the mysterious manhood maker got 1,400 comments. Many praised the guy's technique and ingenuity. Uh, Other people said it was inappropriate. Uh, But they eventually did find him, and he's been arrested. Apparently, he's been, uh, I guess, accused of drawing over 400 male genitalia across Australia. That's a very specific thing to be known for. Yep. Uh, When asked what type of genitalia it was, they said, It was a good day, mate. (laughs) They're Australian. G'day, mate. <laughs> what does that have to do with male genitalia? It was a good day, mate. It was, it was. I don't think that's a euphemism for it's anything. A, it's Australian. Okay. For beer. What? Okay. Anyway, that's it. There's our stupidest person of the day. We'll be back. It's Danny and Kate. What happened last night on the late night talk shows? West and Jimmy Kimmel decided to squash their feud last night. Danny and Kate don't know. They were asleep. Oh, man. Talk about a freak show. So let's play it back. We're talking about the fun he's having on his show. It's the Late Show Recap with Danny and Kate. Well, they didn't have any Late Show comedians because they're all off. It's the holidays. So let's do some stand-up. Here's a guy named Daniel Torado. Let's see what he has to say. Do you know that a man lies on average 29 times a day? 29 times a day. And that's not even true. I just made that up. <laughs> I've been with my girl for seven years. I miss being single sometimes. You know, I'm sure she misses it too. It doesn't mean we don't love each other. But you know what I don't miss? I don't miss the whole single bar scene. Because I noticed something. I noticed that women in bars are like slot machines at the casino. <laughs> it's true. Like As soon as you walk in, there's like so many of them. But we have to pick the one that's going to get us lucky, right? And then when you find her, what do you do? We got to put money in it and money in it and more money in it until we realize, yo, this machine's playing me. <laughs> and we walk away, right? And then a weasel shows up, puts in a quarter and like, bing, 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 jackpot. I'm like, dude, that's half mine. <sighs> we'll be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate. If it's on the internet, it, it must be true. Celebrities are rich. Paparazzi's with the cameras. Good looking and better than us. Kind of nice having so much to celebrate. It's time for Celebrity Dirt, only on the Danny and Kate Show. <laughs> What were the most streamed songs of summer? From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. With so many people housebound this year due to coronavirus, Spotify has compiled its list of the most streamed songs of summer. Coming in at number four is Jason Derulo's Savage Love. Taking the number three slot is Roses by St. John. At number two is The Weeknd with Blinding Lights. No, I can't sleep in it till I feel your 
And at number one, the most streamed song of summer goes to DaBaby, featuring Roddy Rich with Rockstar. And we'll have all the latest celebrity news on the next ET. This report brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Quoting home insurance just got easier with Progressive's Home Quote Explorer. Quote and buy online at Progressive.com. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. Thank you so much, Kevin. We'll be back in a couple. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate morning show. So the new Wonder Woman film has the biggest opening of the pandemic. Wonder Woman 1984 was kicking butt on screen and off. It opened up in the theaters on Friday and had the highest opening of any film since the start of the pandemic, earning over $16 million in the U.S. and Canada. The movie made its streaming debut the same day on HBO Max says more than half of their subscribers tuned in. Its success as producers now fast-tracking a third installment of the Wonder Woman franchise, which is weird because they must not be reading the reviews. People watched it because they wanted to see it. They wanted it to be good, but I've heard nothing but horrible things about this movie. Horrible things, like from people who love Wonder Woman. As one guy said, I've loved Wonder Woman my whole life. He's a friend of mine, a DJ in San Francisco. He said, I, there at one point, I wanted to be Wonder Woman. <laughs> and he said, I love the first one. I, I hated this one. This one was horrible. I haven't seen it yet. Well, obviously, he's just not... Just because a few people have poo-pooed it doesn't mean it's... I've seen it, I've seen it poo-pooed a lot. Oh, yeah? I have yet to see one person. In fact, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a review of Do Not See. The, rot- the tomatoes were so rotten... Hey, let's read some reviews since you just, you know, since you just know. So that way, Wonder Woman review. I just don't want it to be me. A 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb. 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. A 59% Matrix. Uh, yeah. So they said it was, these are all bad. A possible two out of five stars on Wonder Woman review. The audience score was 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's horrible. That's not horrible. That's the majority of people. This one says 63%. Of Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes is critics. Audience scores is what matters. Audience scores is 72%. You haven't even watched it yet. Quit being a baby. Uh, let's see. Um, let's, what else got out there? Just so you know, that got ranked as high as the crudes. Okay. You said you hated that one. I don't like cartoons. Yeah. Well, looks like somebody doesn't like Wonder Woman either. I wanted to watch it, but you know, with so many people hating it. See, why would you let that dissuade you? You could love the movie and you're going to let, you're not going to watch it because a few people didn't like it. That's silly. 2.7. On what? This is from the actual site. Here, let me just read some of these. No, because you could ruin it with spoilers. No, I won't. I won't read anything with spoilers in it. Uh, okay, so judging by the reviews, I just read after watching this. I guess we're not being honest in the movie reviews anymore. Let me just preface this by saying I adore the first movie. She's a strong story with gripping, lovable characters and just the right ratio of fight choreography and green screen diana's loss of innocence was truly touching during a time of increased social and political interest now pivot a few years later the sequel is lacking to put it mildly uh your sort of 
stumble upon characters, a lot of haphazard, unclear relationships, and the relationships aren't clear. Then she goes on and on. I won't go into the details of this. Uh, said it was supposed to be a PG-13 direction movie. Felt like it wasn't. I get the significance of Wonder Woman culturally. I recognize the desire of female roles that paint a rounded, versatile picture of the feminine. That is to say, I hate the complex characters being watered down for the sake of narrative digestion. Oh, man, this person really went all in. I wouldn't trust a review from someone who has to write that long of a review. Uh, yeah, said, oh, and there's one other thing. They had one black supporting actor, so there's your representation. This movie was garbage. The original Wonder Woman only had an 84% audience score. The second one currently has a 73. That's not that big of a difference. That's a lot different, babe. Huge. And you also have a lot less people seeing it because most movie theaters are closed. They only made like just over 16 million with only like 2,000 theaters open between Canada and the US. So you have to remember that most people have not seen it. Yeah. Says spoiler free review on a half baked film. Many people who are not avid comic readers may not grasp the identity of the film or the comics, but it was very close. Uh, the story was okay, very lengthy, had little importance at the times. Opening sequences weren't very good. Closing sequences weren't very good. I'd give it a 4 out of 10 with no effort or originality. Special effects were great, though. Probably an 8 out of a 10. The cringe level, not as bad as the first Wonder Woman, but it was cringeworthy. I, 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 not a lot of people have seen it and like even it it, it also simultaneously aired on like hbo max right mm -hmm. and they said a little under half of their audience tuned in but they only have an audience of around eight million normally there's hundreds of millions of people seeing movies by the time the ends run in 12 weeks so, so we're having the, a lot less of an audience i would say the people who saw it are probably the hardcore fans of wonder woman that saw it yeah, and I've seen the same like crappy reviews for a lot of these movies. A lot of these like people who are really geeky into the comic books and the, like the main stories mm -hmm. are very critical of the movie versions. I didn't like uh, what was that the Disney Pixar movie we saw? Soul. I thought it was adorable. It was okay. I wasn't that into it. I thought it was super cute. Saw the Croods. That was actually pretty good. I didn't like that one. You didn't see it though. I did see it. No, you didn't see it. Reese watched it three times. You didn't see it. I did see, see but it. you see what I mean? Like, we didn't watch any of those movies because we thought they were all going to be great. We had nothing else to do. So I'm curious to see if that's what the Wonder Woman buyout was. Was it just people were bored? There was nothing else to do? Well, the, a lot of people didn't even have the option to see it. Who doesn't have HBO Max? <laughs> Most people. People without HBO Max. I don't even know you. I don't even know you. Well, you don't have Hulu either. You don't have an indoor pool. You don't have a white pony that you ride around in your princess dress. Okay. That's a world I don't want to live in. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm aware of people that have HBO Max. I'm just saying that, you know, a lot of people that saw it, a lot of negative reviews, but give it another week or two. Maybe the normal, the normal, not so fanatic fans of Wonder Woman will watch it and think that it was great. I think if they would have released it like on say your amazon prime and you could have rented it at home yeah for 20 bucks or whatever to a much broader audience yeah. on top of whatever they were able to pull out of the theater i think that would probably would have had better views because there's much more people being able to see it gotcha well i guess time will tell tell will time all right 
We'll be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate. You're on the Danny and Kate morning show. So uh, a show that kicked off that came out with a lot of negative reviews was The Masked Dancer. Um, if you don't know what this is, is they took The Masked Singer and then they thought it would be a good idea to um, <clears throat> mask up dancers and then somehow they would dance with, you know, full costumes on. Okay. And then, then the follow-up for this is going to be The Masked Driver. Horrible accidents happen. They only got through half an episode. Because nobody could see the road. I can't see anything. Just drive, mushroom, drive. All right. It was a horrible idea. Mm-hmm. Well, just as bad as that, uh, you've got the mass dancer. So here's Craig Robinson breaking down how the show's going to work. Ten highly accomplished and decorated superstars have been rehearsing in a top secret location. Now they are ready to take the stage in an epic dance competition. This is not just a dance show, it's a musical mystery show. You really notice things like how somebody walks, how they carry themselves. He's You have a very powerful stance. This is someone who's a superstar. Pay close attention, because there are clues everywhere, from the way they move, to the choreography, even the costumes. And when you see this, that's another clue. Plus, for the first time in masked history, we hear their actual speaking voice. Inspired. Who are you? Tonight, the first five celebrities dance their hearts out. Mmm, so that's it. It seems to have the same guy from uh, the other shows, the doctor. They've got Dr. Ken Jong on the show. He was the guy from uh, The Hangover, The Hangover movie. And he's also been on uh, the other one. He was on The Masked Singer and he's doing another show. He's in a lot of like reality television shows right now, like this type of show. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're running out of celebrities to come out of their house or... He's just what's available, but suddenly here we are. He did have a uh, sitcom that went on for two seasons. Uh, didn't get high reviews. This one, we talked about Rotten Tomato reviews. This one got a 7%. So I guess that's pretty bad. Mm. Not good at all. So there's that. Um, but anyway, he's on the show. And uh, he's one of the people guessing. And then there's other people guessing. So... Apparently, they had masked dancers on, and they danced around, and one of them was a disco ball, and he got eliminated. The first dancer of group or she voted off is... Disco ball. Oh, no. Ice T, Ice T got kicked off of the show, so I guess he was dancing and as the masked dancer. Gotcha. So there you go. That's exactly where we're going with this. And they said they had professional dancers. Nah, they got Ice T. <laughs> he was one of them. So that's going to be the route of the show. So anyway, now you're all caught up. Uh, did we sell it for you? Do you want to watch it? 
I don't want to watch it. Probably not. We'll be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate. Well, you're on the Danny and Kate Morning Show. Good morning to you. So Christmas is over. Are you all shopped out? Are you done with shopping? According to Investopedia, these are the six things you should buy after Christmas. Winter clothing, toys and small gifts, decorations, fitness products, food and consumer electronics. All of these items are discounted directly after Christmas. In fact, decorations is always a good idea to buy those after Christmas. Yep. The ones you can find a lot of times are sold out. It's like they, um, I feel like they put them away. Yeah. They throw them in a back room somewhere. Just hide them, them out for the next year. Sometimes you can find them and they're like 60% off. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll take all your wrapping paper. Give it to me. one 877 By the time Christmas is over, are you all shopped out? Or do you still buy things? What do you do? Let's go to line number one. Good morning. No. After Christmas is when I buy myself the stuff I actually wanted for Christmas. Right. <laughs> I go and spend the gift cards I got and get myself the things I was hoping to get that no one thought of. Mm. This year, I got my eyes on some really cute boots. There you go. I appreciate you calling in. She wants her boots. Ladies like boots. They like shoes. Ladies like when you shop off the list they give you. Did I, did I tell you my theory on why women love shoes? Do I want to hear your theory on why women love shoes? <laughs> Maybe not, but I'll tell you anyway. It's because a woman can get larger or smaller throughout her life, and her clothes will either fit her, like they may, it's an emotional thing, but her shoes typically stay the same size. I'm about to knock you off this theory completely, because when you carry a baby, your feet can change in size. Okay, but besides baby, like if you just generally gain weight, if you just become larger, you could be a size nine and then you've gained 50 pounds and you're still a size nine. Oh, maybe some women get chubby feet too and then they don't fit right. Not all of them. And when you carry a baby, a lot of times your feet actually, they change in size. I'm not saying if they're pregnant. No, like it's not temporary. Like it's a permanent change. Maybe. Maybe. Because you would know. Cause I know a lot so about babies. How many shoe sizes have you changed with your five babies? I've gone up about half a size. And when I'm pregnant, nothing fits my feet because mm. they swell so much. Girl, tell me about Slippers it. Slippers for me. Mm-mm, I ain't going to go out like that. That was unnecessary. I was just trying to back you up with like my feminine, my feminine wild side. Hey, girl. No. You don't like that? No, don't don't appreciate it. Let's go to line number two. Are you still shopping after Christmas? I like to give my credit cards a break after the holidays. No need to keep those bills running up. I think that January is a good month to skip any and all major purchases. I mean, I know there's a lot of sales and stuff and you yeah. end up saving money, but think about how much money you end up saving by not buying that thing in the first place at all. Yeah, I appreciate you calling in. Give your credit card a break. It's exhausted. My poor credit card's been running all December. We didn't use our credit card. Needs a month off. Now, we used our credit cards this year to pay for our rent. So that way we didn't get evicted from our house because the economy was so crappy. That's what we used ours for. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh, what do we need at the kids? And then we bought them carrots and some celery and we made them carrot toys. And they were really upset about that. And I said, these are the toys you can play with because afterwards you can eat them. So now they play with little sticks of carrots and we didn't think it through because they're going bad. Well, that's not true at all because they got plenty of crap that is all over my house. That's true. So much stuff. But if they did have carrot toys, they would have already gone bad by now. I'm regretting how much stuff I got them for Christmas. It was not worth the look 
I enjoyed the, the, the joy on their face with them opening the gifts. Yeah. But now their gifts are scattered throughout both stories of my house. Mm. And I just want to throw them all away. Throw them away. But I think the the toy is not the kids, right? Uh, depends when you ask. Oh, geez. Got to keep an eye on that one. All right. Well, we'll take a break and return. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate morning show. So we didn't always uh, be married to each other. There was a time when we were married to other people. And then there was a time when we were single. Oh, yeah. The glory days, as I like to call it. The I'm sorry. single you years. Your what? Glory days. I was giving you time to change your answer. Oh, the time of my life. You oh, go back to it. Oh, Anytime, man. sir. When I was single, things were good. That didn't seem that way. Oh, uh, I had food in my fridge, and you know who ate it? I did. I had food, and this may shock you, that sometimes I couldn't finish, and it went bad. That happens now. No, it was awesome. That happens every week. Oh, it was glorious. I had maids, because I had extra money, and they would do my laundry for me. We had that up until the pandemic. It was a really good life I lived. I lived a really decent single life. I'm going to throw something at your head. <laughs> you can go live that life again. See you later, Danny. 1-877-516-9981. What's the best thing about living alone that people don't realize? What's the best thing? Let's go to line number one. Good morning. What's the best thing about living alone? Living alone is amazing. Everything is on your own time. Yes. No one is rushing you out of the bathroom. You can mm. cook at any times out of the night and without having to worry about disturbing anyone's sleep. Mm. And also, you can have whoever you want over without any questions being asked. Yes. Living alone is just so much more peaceful than living with roommates or parents. Yeah, parents or roommates or a significant other. I hear you, sister. I hear you loud and clear. It's a lot more convenient. Let's go to line number two. What's the best thing about living alone? I think the best thing about living alone is being able to be as messy as I want. Mm. You know, I don't necessarily live in a gross garbage dump, but yeah. I don't make my bed. I don't really put things away where they belong, and you know, I'm fine with that. Nobody's going to get mad at me if I don't if something isn't you know in its place. Yeah, that's true. Appreciate you calling in. You don't know what dirty is till you have kids. Yeah. We got we have food right now that is on our carpet. We're just not going to pick it up. Our daughter peed on her couch yesterday. Great. Yeah. Just sat up on the couch and peed right on it. And, and I think she was actually it, I mean it was an accident, so just couldn't get down in time. She's little. She is little. She was I don't know. She was just sitting there in the dark by the way, which was weird. And I opened the door and I said, what are you doing? And I turned the light on because I heard her scurry in there. <laughs> and I said, what are you doing? And she's sitting there and she looks at me and she goes, I'm sitting. And I go, hmm, did you pee the couch? Yes, I did. <laughs> and I go, are we going to take a shower now? It's probably a good idea. <laughs> and I picked her up and took her into the shower. She's funny. She is funny. She was just like, yep. That happened, and I was going to sit here until you came and found out because, whoops. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. So when you're single, you don't have to worry. I mean, I guess you can pee on your couch, but that's usually when you've been drinking, right? She wasn't drinking. She just It was 6 p.m. Things happened. So I made up a fun song while she was in the shower. Me and Reese performed it. If you got to go potty, use the toilet. 
We had Curious George dancing. She thought it was so funny. She was singing and dancing inside the shower. We were making him sing. Every time you gotta go, gotta sit on the toilet. Every time you gotta go, you go where? And we pointed at her and she's like, the toilet. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. It was a fun potty song. That's where I'm at. I make up potty music, like literal potty music. We'll be back. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate morning show. Thank you for being with us. Hopefully you're having a good day and enjoying your uh, your life right now as we're getting closer and closer to 2021. Mm. <laughs> you ready for 2021? It's going to be more of the same, so yeah. sure. What, what what else am I supposed to do? I can't like stay back here. Well, and there's the uh, false sense of excitement. Remember in 2019 where everybody was excited about 2020? Little did we know that we were getting ready to jump into. It would be the year we didn't want to do. Yeah. So who knows how 2021 is going to be? I'm, I, I'm picturing more of the same. Mm. So my, my, um, what, what word am I looking for? Hmm. Uh, a repeat? No. Uh, more of the same Pete. My expectation. Oh, your expectation. My expectation level is very low. So if it even comes out semi, even just a little bit decent, it'll be a good year. Yeah, well, there Expectations you go. low. Then I can't be disappointed. Uh, Demi Lovato apparently uh, decided to open up about her eating disorder. Poor thing. She's been... Uh, got a lot of problems she's got a lot going on with her i've 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 met demi lovato multiple times i've interviewed her multiple times she's a sweetheart nice lady obviously going through stuff and on christmas eve she decided to share photos of her and she's uh was like showing off her stretch marks did you see these no yeah so she has stretch marks on her thighs on her hips on her legs like most people do Okay. Um, because she used to be large and uh, she lost some of her weight and she's starting to gain some of it back. So she thought she the best thing for her to do would be to put like gold glitter on her stretch marks. I don't get the point of highlighting stretch marks, though, because a lot of even very thin women have stretch marks because it happens to us when we go through puberty. Mm. Yeah, so she put like gold glitter on all her stretch marks on every single photo you just see like these glittery stretch marks she posted i used to genuinely believe recovering from an eating disorder wasn't real that everyone was faking or secretly relapsing behind closed doors surely she throws up in there she can't possibly accept her cellulite those were just a few of the things i used to tell myself growing up i'm so grateful that i can honestly say for the first time in my life my dietitian looked at me and said this is what an eating disorder recovery looks like in honor of my gratitude for the place I'm in today, I did a little shoot and I did by myself in quarantine this summer. Uh, I wanted to celebrate my stretch marks instead of being ashamed of them. I'm wearing actual glitter paint on my stretch marks to celebrate my body and all of its features, which society views them as good or bad. My stretch marks aren't going away, so I might as well throw a little glitter on them. Am I right, smiley face? Uh, so far, it's had about 3.3 million likes on her Instagram account. So people are backing up her stretch markathon. I saw all the photos. I mean, I mean, and I, I mean, she makes a good point. I mean, because in a lot of these photos, 
you know, celebrities, they Photoshop a lot of stuff. So Shoot, even normal people Photoshop crap now. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, you, I think the expectation for what a perfect body looks like isn't realistic. I saw um, somebody the other day was, was posting and, and they, and she said to stop using filters. And she said, and she it was like a video and she said, it's because if you look at yourself like this all the time, like the, the smoothed out, you know, bigger lips, the nose has changed all those face filters. Yeah. If you look at this all the time, you're not going to love what you actually look like. Because yeah. you have a distorted view of what you think you should look like if you're constantly staring at it. I always stare at myself and I love it. I'm handsome. I'm a good looking man. And I'll say that in the mirror every day. You're a good looking man. You get out there, buddy. Some good self-esteem. Nothing wrong with it. Speaking of good people doing good things, Beyonce donated $500,000 to people impacted by the eviction crisis. She stepped up by donating $500,000 in increments of 5,000 grants to help people facing foreclosures or evictions due to housing crises caused by the coronavirus pandemic. According to her website, people can apply for the grants beginning January 7th. 100 people will be selected to receive the money. What a great thing she's doing. I like how a lot of these people with a lot of money are stepping up and they're giving to people. It's been pretty amazing mm-hmm. to see that. Uh, Barstool was another another one that did that. And uh, they're giving out grants to small businesses uh, to try to help them stay open. So a lot of these big companies and a lot of these people with a lot of money are doing this. So that's pretty awesome. Um, all right. So uh, we'll take a break and we'll return. It's Danny and Kate. 